0: Welcome. So glad that you decided to join us on this wonderful Sunday morning. There's a couple things before we start that I want us to know. This Christmas Eve, we're going to be partnering with North Star Church. If you're interested in joining us for Christmas Eve, I want to invite you. There's two services that we're going to have, 3 p.m. and 4.30 p.m. The three o'clock service is going to have child care from infants to preschool. And the 4.30 service is going to be for the entire family. So pick and choose which one you want to be a part of. There's going to be social distancing, and there's going to be masks available, and we'll be encouraged to wear a mask until you get to your seat. And so I just want to encourage you, if that's something that you want to be a part of, we welcome you to come join us there. It's such an honor to partner alongside Kingdom Brothers and Sisters in this season, being North Star Church, and together we're going to see the message of Christmas announced to the world. I invite you to be a part of that. Um, and invite your friends and family. Anybody's welcome. The second thing that I want us to know before we step in today is as we, as Midtown communities, start 2021, we are very, very excited. Each year, we start with a time of prayer and fasting. I want to go ahead and let you know that prayer and fasting is going to be how we start 2021. Would you begin praying right now about what would God have you uh, let go of and grab hold of in a very unique way as we start 2021. And then we're going to offer these guides on our website. So you can find all the resources that you need uh, at midtownnox.org. Uh, Check us out and you can get everything you need there coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. So if you've got your scripture, I'm going to continue in Acts chapter 11. I love the story and the reason we've been walking through the book of Acts is as we launch midtown community we really want the word to be the lamp to our feet in these in the in these days i believe in 2020 or 2020 has been a year of ups and downs challenges and and unknowns but the the word as we look through the book of acts is very similar <laughs> And it's honestly been a real encouragement to me in this season. As I've read the story of the early church and how things were started, and it was a mess, honestly, during a, history time, during a time in history that was an absolute mess. And this chapter is a great, great encouragement in this season, and I hope it's an encouragement to you. So Acts chapter 11, but before we step in, would you ask the Lord to speak to you today? I'm hearing stories that the Lord is speaking to many of you as we open up the word. He's being faithful to answer these prayers. And so right where you are, would you ask God just to talk to you in the way that you need it? Everybody needs a word from the Lord in a different way, uh, but I believe he wants to meet you right where you are. So would you ask him to? Father uh, in heaven, we ask that you would speak to us through your word. We know that you have given it to us that we might see clear. That we might know the truth and that we might be set free in this day. Uh, God, in a world that is not free and feeling the weight and burden, you want to relieve our weight and burden. And you want us to send, you want to send us into a burden filled world to remove the burden. God, I thank you for your heart. Thank you for revealing your love to us. Thank you that this is the truth that you've invited each one of us into. God, show us more how that applies to us and send us into 2021 uh, prepared to help others be set free. Speak to us now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Acts chapter 11, probably one of my favorite stories in, in the entire book of Acts, but we make it to the place where the gospel has been spreading everywhere. And the gospel is simply just the good news. And the good news was brought to us through the person of Jesus, not just brought to us in a message, but revealed through a life, Jesus. And Jesus now speaks to us the same message and says, you can be forgiven. You can have peace in this season where nobody's feeling peaceful. You can have ultimate peace with the God of the universe. It's through me. I earned it. I paid for it. Call out to me and I want to bring peace to you. So now, peace is being extended to many all over the world as the church begins. It starts in Jerusalem, begins to spread to Judea, Samaria, and is now beginning to spread to the ends of the earth. We have talked about the gift being for everyone. This gift of peace that Jesus extends to me and you is extended to everyone. When I say everyone, I'm talking everyone. It doesn't matter who you are, what color you are, it doesn't matter what you have, what your background is, peace is extended to you. God shows no favorites. He loves the world so much and he extends the message of peace for you. So maybe you feel like my background holds me back from having peace with God. Who I am holds me back from having peace with God. Jesus would say differently, and this is the truth, the truth that you were meant to receive And it's for you and everyone in your life. And if you receive it, the scripture indicates that uh, freedom is going to happen in your life. You're going to feel like the weight that maybe you feel in that uh, is going to be relieved and removed. Uh, I believe that's what's going to happen as we continue to press through this message today. So uh, the gift is for everyone and it's extending to everyone. And this is where we get to the part of the story where the message is extending. Check it out. Acts 11, starting at verse 19. Now, those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke to the Hellenists also, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. So here's what's going on in this story. I don't have time to really unpack who, who are the Hellenists, who are these people, but here's what we gotta capture from from this story right here: the people were being scattered. Do you remember, remember when we talked about uh, we talked about Stephen? And Stephen was really one of the first preachers. And he got killed, and upon that killing of that pastor, uh, there was a great persecution that arose from the government and religious leaders of the day, and they began to try to snuff out what this church was beginning to grow and create, what the Spirit of God was doing. People were trying to stop it. Here's what we've got to understand. The people were scattered because of something bad that happened. But this passage says, The hand of the Lord, verse 21, the hand of the Lord was with them. The greatest gift to receive in 2020 is the truth. I'm gonna say it again. The greatest gift to receive in 2020 is the truth. Would you receive this truth today? That just because bad things happen doesn't mean God did it and it doesn't mean God is absent. You see, here's the reality. I hear a lot of people talk to me. They say, well, Jay, if bad things happen, God can't be good. But here's the reality. God loved the world so much that he revealed love to them. Now, here's the deal. If he brings justice today to to the person who deserves justice, here's what he has to do in order to stay fair. Justice has to be served to everyone. That day is coming. But right now, we live in a time where peace is being extended. It's this call to the world to say peace is extended right now, but it's not going to be extended forever. And the message of Jesus is going out and bringing peace to the world. Some are going to receive it and some don't. But Jay, why do bad things happen? God, God just causes all these things to happen. This is not what this passage is saying. Bad things are happening because sin is alive in the world and there's a real enemy that fights against what God is doing today. But in reality, in the midst of an enemy fighting against the move of God, God's hand is still in the midst of all of those moving pieces. It doesn't mean that God is absent. God is very, very near and He's inside the process. But He doesn't crush everything in the wake of the process. Because if he does that, then justice has to be served right now to everyone. And so right now, that is not the time for justice, but there is a time that peace is being extended. Justice is coming, but this is the day where peace is offered to the world. This is the time where even God's enemies, uh, God desires to call them his friends if they would choose and turn, but not everybody's turning. And he's still so loving and so patient, he's calling them back. I believe we see that in the life of Saul. Had Saul not been a persecutor, I'm not sure he would have become the pastor that he was. He realized the great peace that was extended to a great person who persecuted. He saw the weight of himself and then he realized the weight of peace that God offered. It changed his life. This is the message and the truth that's changing lives even today. But just because bad things happen and bad things in 2020 are happening all over, but does that mean that God has forsaken or he's left? No, I believe what the enemy means for evil in our lives, God wants to turn things for his good. Jesus said, hey, listen, in this life, you're gonna have trouble. God never told us that there wouldn't be trouble in this world. God never promised that 2020 wouldn't be full of trouble. But it doesn't need to be a cause for alarm for us. It needs to be reassurance for us that what Jesus said is true. He said you're gonna have trouble. But he said, listen, in the midst of trouble, take heart. I overcame the world and I'm with you always. So here's what we can know, church. In the same way that the hand of the Lord was with the believers in the beginning, the hand of the Lord is with us in the midst of 2020 and he's not surprised, so we don't have to either. Let's look at what the response was as the hand of the Lord was with these people and people began to believe the message. Uh, Let's continue in the story. Uh, Verse 22, the report of this being others had received the message, the report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem and they sent a guy named Barnabas to Antioch. And when he came and he saw the grace of God, that being the the word grace literally means gift, he was glad and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. The word steadfast purpose, when he says that, he's literally saying stick with it. Stay with it. Stick with what what you've learned. Stick with this truth. Stay with it. Don't leave it. It's going to be good for you. The second thing, the greatest gift uh, in 2020 that we can give on this Christmas season is encouragement. Encouragement. Now, I'm not talking flattery, okay? But the difference between encouragement and flattery is the truth. Barnabas was a man of truth. And he knew the best way for these people. And so his word was encouragement. And the word encouragement literally means to build up, to encourage on, to press forward. So what Barnabas was doing is, he saw these people making moves in their life and he began to press them forward into the best way, being the truth. Keep going. You're stepping in. You're doing great. Notice Barnabas didn't come to him and say, hey, here's the way you're missing the mark. You're missing it here and here and here and here. No, he said, here's where you've hit it. Keep going this way. A person of encouragement is very rare in 2020. I've met only a few of them, but really the call of God on our life is when we are filled with the truth, we are people of encouragement because ultimately, The great encourager has encouraged us. This is meant to be a reflection of God. Barnabas, it talks about him, and it says that he was a good man. The book of Acts would indicate that a person of encouragement is a good person. The only way that we become good is if if the presence of God invades our life and calls us good. And when the presence of God invades our life and comes on the inside, What happens on the inside becomes what comes on the outside. And so maybe if, if you're having trouble being a person of encouragement, would you receive the truth of your life fresh and new today? That the great God of encouragement has come to this world to love you and to speak a better word over you? I encourage you, my friend, keep going. And if you see how you've missed the mark, Would you receive the good news today that he's loved you? And in the face of missing the mark, he made the mark, and he decided to declare you as 100% perfect. This is such good news. What an encouragement. Now, receive that and go give that away. Barnabas was a person of encouragement. You say, Jay, how? Where do I even begin? I'm not like you. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. Hold on, hold on. We just read. The message of Jesus was extending around the world by who? Just simply the people who were moved because of persecution. It wasn't pastors. It was normal, ordinary people who believed the message of Jesus, that they were made right and had right standing with God. They started going wherever they were going and they told everybody. And people started believing not only did they believe, but the Holy Spirit started showing up and doing what He does, the supernatural. I'm going to tell you today that God wants to do the supernatural through you. But the supernatural move, the hand of God, is extended through ordinary vessels. And what makes ordinary vessels unordinary is the unordinary God who created the vessel. Would you begin to believe and receive this truth that God has filled you, maybe an ordinary vessel, but if you will make yourself available, he will use the ordinary pieces of your life and you'll do more than you can think or imagine. It's gonna be more. But step into right believing and receive the truth that God's hand is with you. If you are in Christ today, God's hand is with you. You say, Jay, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I look at 2020 and it just Don't feel like that. As you process why you believe what you believe, what is the truth that you are believing today? Jesus invites us to receive the truth. This is where we begin. Jesus says that in John chapter 8, and he says this, if you abide in my word, you're truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. In other words, what he's saying is the word abide is to connect or it's to remain. If you remain in my word, if you remain in what I have told you, if you receive the stuff that I've spoken over your life, then here's what's going to happen. You're going to know the truth. The word know is not just to intellectually know, but you're going to experience because what happens intellectually You begin to put into practice in your life. And as you put to practice the things that Jesus said would happen and you see they happen, faith rises because you realize it's true. You see the results of the truth that you know. You're invited to step in and practice the truth that Jesus invites us to know. And then he invites us to intimately experience. And as we experience, it's going to set you more and more and more free. This takes time. Don't forget our story. Here's what's happened. The message has gone out and it's now extending. The church hears about it, sends Barnabas, the great encourager, and he sees what's going on and he says, all right, there's a lot of them. Keep going, everybody. You're doing great. And he goes, I can't do anything by myself so I know who to call. I'm going to call my friend Saul. I'm going to go find Saul. Barnabas leaves and goes and gets Saul. Saul comes back and here's what happens in the story. And here's why I said it takes time. And when he had found him, being Saul, he brought him to Antioch. And listen to this. For a whole year, they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. The word Christian literally means little Christ. Do you see what, what this passage is revealing to us? That, see, it took time for a man like Saul to begin to be conformed and to really step into right believing. I had an encounter with Jesus, but he spends time with the disciples. He teaches the message, but all the while his life is being refined more and more and more. Barnabas knows exactly who to call a really good teacher, Saul. Together they show up and for an entire year they spend their life Discipling and walking alongside people who had believed. But it took a whole year for that word to really be uh, abiding in or to remain in. That The word is endurance, to hold on, to stay in, to remain. Remaining requires endurance. And if you really want to know, you want to experience, endurance is going to be required. So maybe you're at the place where you're becoming a teacher And if you really want to see life change around you, you're going to be forced to endure. But the only way you can endure is if you receive the fact that Jesus endured for you. Receive and then step into giving. Paul and Barnabas received what God did for them and stepped in and extended their life for an entire year. The most precious gift they gave was what they had. They didn't have money. They didn't have possessions. They didn't have food. Here's what they had. They had time. They had time. I want to close with a story today, and I want us to think about this in this Christmas season because I believe that some of the greatest gifts we are going to be uh, giving this season is our time. Listen to this. On September 3rd, 1939, German troops invaded Poland and a 15-year-old girl named Gerda Weissmann and her family survived in a Jewish ghetto until June of 1942. That was when Gerda was torn from her mother. Kicking and screaming, her mother Helene was sent to the death camp and Gerda would spend three years in a Nazi concentration camp. After that, she spent. She would walk 350 miles on a potential death march. Surprisingly, she survives. And by the time she was liberated by the American troops, Gerda was a whopping 65 pounds. In what must rank as maybe one of the one of the most unique love stories of all time, Gerda ended up marrying. Uh, the soldier who liberated her from that concentration camp. What a beautiful story. She married uh, Lieutenant Kurt Klein. But today there are six glass towers at the Holocaust Memorial in Boston, Massachusetts, representing the six extermination camps uh, where six million Jews lost their lives. Five towers tell the story of the unconscionable cruelty that the Jews experienced, the unimaginable suffering that they walked through. But the sixth tower stands as a testimony of hope. Inscribed on this tower is a short story titled One Raspberry, written by Gerda Weissman Klein. Check it out. This is what she wrote. Elsie, a childhood friend of mine, once found a raspberry. She found the raspberry in camp and carried it in her pocket all day to present to me that night on a leaf. Imagine a world in which your entire possession is one raspberry and you gave it to your friend. Can you imagine that? Giving all you had to a friend that you love so much. But this is the truth in Christmas of 2020, when there are many things for us to believe and to know, is that the King of heaven stepped down into our world 2,000 years ago and he gave up all he had for you and for me and for a world that he loved so much. Had he not done that, there would be no good news in 2020. There would be no reason to celebrate because we wouldn't have this good news that peace has been extended. Because honestly, how could we have gotten peace unless the the king would give us peace? The truth in 2020 is, in the face of all that we look at, There is a truth that supersedes everything else that's happening. That there is a king in heaven and his name is Jesus and peace is still extended. He desires to bring peace to you. It's not just a raspberry, my friend. He brought his entire life and he laid it down for me and you. This is the truth. And this gift changes everything in 2020. The greatest gift of all that we were made to experience and receive is the truth. This truth will set you free in 2020 and 2021, and I invite you to receive it. The way, if you've never received it, is to simply speak out with your mouth, Jesus, I need this gift of peace that you offer me. I need peace. I need you. Enter me. Take me. And peace is offered to you now. Receive it. If you have questions about this peace, this person of peace, would you connect with us? And here's the deal. Maybe you don't. And you're like, I've done that. Then here's the truth that we leave with. 1 John three sixteen. By this, we can know or experience love. That he laid down his life for us and we ought to Then lay down our lives for the brothers. You see, this truth that we are to receive in 2020 is meant to grab a hold of us in such a way that it transforms us into the likeness of little Christ. But according to Acts, in order to really step into this, we need each other, we need the church, we need to walk this out to remain in it, and to remain in it together. All we need is the truth, but the truth invites us to surrender our life for each other. You, were then, you will then experience the truth. We do this together. Would you join us in 2021 on the journey of a vision that we believe is going to transform Knoxville, not just Knoxville, but America into the ends of the earth. We believe that Knoxville is meant to be turned upside down with this truth, and we want to walk it out together. We want to give our lives away for each other and for those who are not yet experiencing this truth of freedom. You were made to walk the road of freedom, my friend. Don't walk it alone. Come join us, and if you're interested in doing that, would you connect with us on our website, uh, midtownknox.org? Connect with us there, and you can fill out a form, and we'd love just to connect with you. If you don't want to do that, you can find resources on our website about what's coming up and what's coming next. If you're not ready to do that, we'll be back next week on video, and you can join us here. We'll just welcome you any way you want to connect in this season. I believe God is speaking to you. You're here, and I believe He's going to lead you into 2021 in brand new ways and experiences of His truth. Thanks for joining us today. And we're going to leave with this, knowing that the greatest gift was extended to us through the person of Jesus as he reveals the truth. He loves you. Good night, my friend. Have a wonderful day and a Merry Christmas.